0: Welcome to the Sacred Identity Podcast, a healing space for Black films of all experiences to grow, learn, and heal. We are decolonizing our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, and I am so glad to have you here on this journey. Thank you for tapping in. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to the Sacred Identity Podcast. I am your host, Katora. Pronouns are she, her, and what I can tell you about me today in this moment is that, to be completely honest, this episode has been an episode I've tried to record at least five times. but i'm back welcome back to the people who have been rocking with me since i first started this podcast thank you so much for still being present for people who have found me um welcome thank you so much for listening to me i appreciate everybody who's reached out to me checked on me checked in to see how I was doing in my absence from social media um and from the podcast I'm fine I'm good I've been living life learning lessons I feel like I'm learning a lot of big ones right now um my birthday was last week I just turned 23 um I'm a college girl (laughs) right on the tail end of the hey sis let's chat series if you have not listened to that go back and listen to it hopefully everybody's caught up But on the tail end of me doing that series, I decided that I wanted to transfer schools. I was online and then I went back and did it in person um, at a different place. And that was a whole process for me. And I just wasn't being very honest with myself about my energy levels and just the time that I had to dedicate to all the different things that matter to me. Because like I'm a passionate person. It's a lot of different things that I could put my energy, my love, and my intention towards. And not going to lie, I really did feel guilty for a certain amount of time about not being here because of how much I love podcasting. The amazing connections I've made, the really dope people I've met, and the support that I felt really, I don't want to say it caught me off guard because it's like, I know my gifts I know my talents I know what I'm good at but to have other people like hear me see me and affirm it not gonna lie kind of had me shook so I had to take a step back and really evaluate why I was being so critical of myself and why I didn't feel like I was completely 100% worthy of the the good genuine experience I was having here and i've taken some time i've taken some time to unpack it so i want to share with y'all um some of the things that i've just learned and have been thinking about in my time away and also just update y'all on where i am right now and what we are gonna be talking about where we are gonna be going moving forward that is the intention behind this episode um (sighs) honestly i've been procrastinating about writing out notes For this episode and I've tried to come up here a bunch of different times. Like I said, this is, this has been in the making for months now. It's been months since I've come up here. I'm ready now though. I'm ready. That's the thing. Um, when I was just mentioning like how I felt guilty, um, when I like really got to the root of that, I figured, I figured it out. It's that I care so deeply about this creation of mine I care so deeply um that I don't want to come up here when I know I'm not in a correct mental space it's kind of like how in my tarot reader role if I know that I'm not having a good mental health day or I got too much shit going on that's negative or weird in my life I'm not about to pick up some cards and try to tell somebody about anything i feel a similar way about this space like i'm not about to get oh put this mic in front of me knowing that i'm all cloudy in my mind or i just been running around all day and now i'm just hopping up here to create some content or hopping up here to you know that's just it it feels not real to me it feels not genuine and that's just in part of me honoring myself and my creative process like um I need to be in a decent place you know i need to be clear-minded um i be channeling you know so it's like sometimes i want to catch the frequency and i want to catch it in the way that i need to and i was just in a very i don't want to say a cloudy period but i needed to get clear on things like i needed to get clear on why i was doing this and what i was doing it for um because around that time i ain't even gonna lie to you i was seeing a whole bunch of podcast slander A whole bunch of podcast slander. What I mean about it is like a whole bunch of people talking about like (laughs) everybody want a podcast nowadays. This is something that's really in alignment with me though. Like this is something that I feel like fits my skill sets, my interest, um, and shit. I've had an audio journal for like five years now. So I like, I like talking things out. I like talking, um, I'm not a super talkative person in my life, but I'm one of those kind of people that, you know, when I do speak, I mean what I say. So, this is like an extension of that, you know, me being passionate about verbal communication, spoken word, um, and that's why it matters so much to me. So, I've been in college that's mostly where I've been at like not gonna lie that full-time college life had me in a whirlwind of a bunch of different things but um I never stopped collecting experiences that's another thing I feel like in order for me to show up here authentically and on a genuine level I got to go out and I got to have experiences. Um, I have to breathe. I have to be. I'm not a content creation machine. I'm not saying that like anybody um, specifically has pressed that onto me. But, you know, I see a lot of different people on Instagram and just on the internet in general who content is king, you know, and I'm aware of that. But I be trying to balance like my... Not really being interested in social media with my wanting to connect with people on social media. um Or that being the tool to help me do so. Because uh, I really feel like this is something that's for me. You know, this isn't something that's like, um how do I say it? This is something that's for me. I don't think that if I wasn't on the internet, I wouldn't be doing this in some way, shape, or form. That's what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, that's just an update on kind of where I've been. I've been battling with this thing. Battling sounds real aggressive. It ain't really been that damn deep. (laughs) I've been trying to sort through this whole imposter syndrome thing, y'all. Let me give y'all a brief history to the start of... My recognizing that I might have it, or it it might fit the experience that I'm having when it comes to where I am in my life right now, in a bunch of different areas. Uh, I'll speak on it as it relates to podcasting, especially coming off the tail end of the hey, sis Let's Chat series. Like I feel like an imposter in my own shit. Like this is my shit. I felt like an imposter. Why? <laughs> Why? why did I feel that way? I really do think that it's because sometimes as black women, when the space that you need hasn't been made for you or hasn't been created for you, or you're in an area where you haven't seen other people who look like you are real and authentic in themselves exist in it then sometimes it's hard for you to realize that it's meant for you to be there, you know. And let me give y'all a little history. So I first started kind of grappling with this. And I say grappling because I'm the kind of person where I can't just find a buzzword and attach it to my experience i have to kind of put it up into review and really think like okay is me describing my experience like this gonna help me sort it out or um i'm just attaching something to who i am or what i got going on because i don't want to just attach shit to me (laughs) like i'm not about to agree with it if it ain't gonna work in my favor all right okay so Back in, I want to say February, I went to an event on campus called the Black Feminist Symposium, Black Woman Symposium. I think it was Black Feminist Symposium. I'm not a person who calls myself a feminist. Uh, I think it wasn't until I had that experience at the Black Feminist Symposium and then also like started doing some reading and research on my own that I realized like a lot of my line, my a lot of my lines of thought really align with black feminist thought. So I guess I could call myself that, but like I said, I'll be putting things up into review before I get to attaching it to who I am or what my creations are. So I wouldn't call this a black feminist podcast, but it it, it, it kind of is. <laughs> It kind of is spiritual black Fem podcast type thing. You know, it kind of is that. So that's something that don't be surprised if you hear me talking about black feminism um and spiritual implications within that space because I'm super interested in that. Don't be surprised if that comes for me. But I went to that event and it was really beautiful. I had a good time. I think... I left feeling inspired more than anything, and I'm not the kind of person where a lot of people and a lot of things can inspire me. Uh, I mean, I don't mean to say that in an egotistical way. I'm just saying it like, don't nobody inspire me like other black women do. Black women inspire every fucking body. Not going to lie. not Honestly, not going to lie. Um, as a culture and just as a group of people, there's a lot of creative and innovative and spiritual energy that just, I feel like, emits from us identifying who we are and showing up in spaces. So to be in a space with a whole bunch of people like me, I'm like, damn, this energy feels good. And it was given very much for us and by us for us and by us. Um, and as these black women who were presenting were talking about their work, the things that they were studying, um, they were also kind of reflecting on their experiences at a PWI because I go to one of those. I will be sharing some stuff on that eventually because I'm, I'm definitely learning some things, all right, about whiteness and um, the systems that we have to navigate here and yeah i ain't gonna go too into that because i could make a whole episode about that but they're reflecting on these things and i'm seeing so much of myself in them i'm like damn i want to be at the symposium at some point in time like i want to be talking about the things that i've researched because if y'all don't know anything about me because horror like to read she liked to research and i like to write so <laughs> those are things that um i actually enjoy doing not just because i got my college student um but those are things that i've enjoyed as a kid i've enjoyed reading and writing and i've always been inquisitive so like integrating my personal beliefs and passions with those skills it, it just makes sense for me you know um, to then share the things that I come up with because I'm all about sharing that's why I'm here <laughs> that's why you that's why you listening to this right now um they're talking and I'm like just in awe I'm thinking deeply I'm feeling challenged um not challenged in a competitive way but I'm thinking about like how do I show up in community You know, how do I cultivate a a space that's similar to the one that I'm in right now and how comfortable I feel in similar spaces to those that people I'm looking up to are creating? You know, it it's like I haven't been in very many spaces where I've been challenged in that way. It's because nine times out of 10, I'm talking to folks who don't know like. (laughs) I'm not saying they dumb or they don't get it. It's just you're not in a space where people also have um, the the amount of knowledge you have or more about the things that you're interested in. So they can't challenge you. They can't ask you questions because nine times out of ten, you're in the space of educating them. This could be in a workplace. This could be in a friendship. This can be in a... um, like school-like setting even as students sometimes um going to PWIs or just in general if you're coming from a marginalized group you're having to educate people around you on things that your group goes through so as a queer person you know what I'm saying you might be black around a bunch of black folks but they're not gonna understand the the experiences that you have so you have to educate them on things or as a black person in a in a sea of whiteness and at a pwi you're talking about something that has to do with race or class or something like that in um one of your courses and Boom, you fall into the role of educator because you're coming with an inexperience that they don't have. So when you're actually in a space with people who can challenge you, who can ask you questions, who can hold you accountable, who can um, push you to grow in a way that you need to, because you're not just in the role of educating other people or putting other people on or counseling other people you can grow so i really recognize that that in essence is what i want this space to be like because i want every and any kind of black woman to come to me you don't necessarily have to agree with every single thing that i have to say but i want there to be like a, a common a common um space of being able to just question things put things up into review hold people accountable um all the time. Like I have conversations with people and um, other black women, let me be clear, other black women. And they help me recognize things about myself and I help them recognize things about themselves just by way of us being on the same frequency and the same wavelength and understanding things in the same way. I don't have to necessarily teach them how to see me. Um, Yeah. That's not looking at it from an intersectional uh, lens, because if they straight, cis, head, they might not understand the things that I have to say about being queer and being black and woman, because there that is another facet of what I identify as or what my experience is like. But, okay, let me move on. They're talking about their work, and here I am, okay, ooh, Katori is like doing her in her journal uh writing her notes and thinking and uh, making plans to come back here to this space and implement some of the things that i've learned and i get to hearing these black women talk about they have imposter syndrome they got imposter syndrome y'all i'm like you are dope you are amazing Um, The work you're doing is amazing. How do you not feel like. What you're doing is worth it. Or like. You feel like you're on an outside. You're an outsider. When you're very much on the inside. Like I'm seeing you like you that girl. And whatever your perspective field is. Your perspective craft. Whatever it is you're exerting your energy in. You're that girl. But you don't feel like you are. Um, Or you feel like. You accomplished something. But you can't really. Settle with that, uh, recognize that accomplishment, right? Because you feel like you didn't, like, I don't want to say you didn't work for it, but you don't understand that you're deserving of what's meant for you. So that's when I had to leave and I had to look up what, like, what does this even mean? (laughs) so i'm gonna just grab the google definition for us right now let me get on here and let's look up what imposter syndrome means. okay so imposter syndrome is loosely defined as diving your abilities and feeling like a fraud it disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments many question whether they're deserving of accolades so there's this aspect here of like recognizing what you deserve um being able to see that you've even accomplished something and being proud and knowing that like you're worthy of any praise that you get, the money that you get, the promotion that you get, the the attention that you get. And that's something that I was struggling with when it came to this space. Not because like I said before, not because um I didn't think that I was worthy or like i didn't know what my gifts were and it was making me uncomfortable because i knew i knew it was just to have other people see me people that i respected see me and another big thing for me is that i don't really seek for valid seek validation from people outside of my community my communities plural meaning if you're not black (laughs) If you're not black, you can compliment me. You can compliment my work. You can say, oh, you've done X, Y, and Z, and it's important because of X, Y, and Z. And I'll take it. I'll appreciate it. I'll give my thanks because I'm not ungrateful. But it's not going to hit the same if, as if, like, somebody who I respect, genuinely understands, and gets me, gets what we're talking about, understands affirms me says you to shit says you know what you're doing you got your stuff together you're good at what you're doing and i feel like that's just basic sociology psychology or something like that that's just basics of existing within groups you know because we do we do exist in groups um yeah when someone who's in your community or your group they're in your community, they're in your group for a reason, sees you, validates you. If you are suffering from this quote-unquote imposter syndrome shit, it like might shock you. It might shock you Um, or you might feel like, I feel like imposter syndrome also can keep people from, keep black women from doing things that are meant for them to do because it's like you're going into uncharted territory. Um either you haven't had people within your literal family or in your literal network community who you've seen. Not to say that people aren't doing the things already. Um but you haven't seen them. You haven't seen it modeled to you. That's a white person thing to do. You know what I'm saying to succ- like be a millionaire. <laughs> Not gonna lie or you know that was an extreme example but even even to be stable or to grow something or to manifest have things manifest right in front of your eyes like that's for other people that's not for you or, or it's not for us so to see it it can it can cause you to be like oh hold on am I really ready for this is this opportunity in front of me like is it really? meant for me can i do it am i good enough yes you are i don't agree with the whole a lot of the stuff that i've read around imposter syndrome because i feel like for women of color and black women specifically there have been there haven't been a lot of spaces made for us to show up authentically as ourselves. so when you're living in your own creation and you've manifested something um by way of just being yourself being genuine or understanding who you are it can feel like what the what what the fuck is this am i ready for this and i'm here to tell you if it's meant for you it's meant for you and if you are the first to do something or um you're being called to be like be successful in a a way that you haven't seen nobody else do it or you didn't think that you could do it if you're being presented an opportunity it's meant for you like it's meant for you so yeah that's kind of what i got from being in that space that day i got a bunch of other different things too but that really sparked in me to like Un unpack the feelings I had around showing up here and what was taking me so long to get my ass back up here and record it was this feeling of not- I mean it was also like being in college too it was a, com- a-, a bunch of those things that had me feel like damn girl you really are doing the things that you want for yourself now are you really ready for this are you is this this is your path is it Because, I mean, things have become really clear for me about where I'm going to end up in the next five years. And I've been trusting the flow. Like, I have a plan for myself, but I'm just flowing into things. And, like, my success and my growth or whatever else is just kind of finding me by way of me trusting my flow and being present. So, I just wanted to offer that to you all. Like, be present enough for your blessings to show up and show out for you, and that you know when you create a space for yourself or you end up in places that, cause let's be real, and I'm 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 using college as an example because y'all know I speak a lot from experience. I know that everybody isn't gonna be in college, but I think that. We can some of us can really relate if you felt this when you've been presented an opportunity or you've been presented something that you feel like is on your path. But now you have to get ready to perform. You know, you have to get ready to perform. Um, Don't doubt yourself because like, oh, the example I was about to give having to do with college and academia and all of that. It's like, especially if you're going to a PWI, I can't really speak for folks at HBCUs, but for me, it's kind of been like, let's be real, let's be honest. My black ass ain't (laughs) What was it that Google said? Hold on, let me get the word because, let me get the word. Feeling like a fraud, exactly. I feel like I finessed my way into into some of the spaces that I'm in right now. I feel like I finessed my way into what my destiny is. And that, and that that's far from the truth. Far from the truth. That's not really true. I haven't had to finesse much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've just had to learn about myself and be honest with myself. Um, about who I am and what I had what I have to offer. And that's what's helped me get to where I, where I am and helped me get clear on where I'm going. And it's helping me perform um, in these roles where I might be challenged. You know what I'm saying? But it's meant for me. It's meant for me. I was going to say, I'm sorry, I keep getting off from the example. <laughs> I was going to say, though, that my black ass ain't supposed to be up there reading and writing and talking about shit let's be real sometimes you may feel like an imposter because you're succeeding within a system that was not meant for you like was not meant for you to succeed in um maybe somebody done seen something in you or you done seen something in yourself that has helped you get to where you are right now but you weren't ever supposed to do that not according to this white supremacist capitalistic ass society you know That's just not what it was supposed to be. So here you are living in your own manifestation outside of, um, the bullshit, right? And you have to affirm to yourself. That's why affirmations, I really like them. They ain't the end all be all affirmations aren't, but they are really worth it. I was saying my affirmations like a motherfucker back then, like reading them to myself every morning because I needed to believe that I was worthy of what I was doing. Um that's why i feel like you have to affirm that you are where you are because you're supposed to be there and if you are are blessed you blessed because you deserve it fuck 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 off fuck everything else you you blessed because you deserve it all right so i just want to leave y'all with that message <laughs> that reflection on this whole imposter syndrome thing for black women because I don't know if it's a real thing. I don't know if it's a real thing. Sometimes I feel like imposter syndrome um, and the stuff that I'm hearing about it leaves out the fact that a lot of us are going in directions and are growing in ways that I don't want to say like our ancestors didn't do these things, but they had to work up. They had to work hard. Like they had to struggle or they had to, you know, I'm not saying I had to work hard, but uh, what am I trying to say? Like more of us are doing the things. You know what I'm saying? More of us are more liberated and 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 free in the way that we think in a way that we're showing up. And that's just that. That's just that. So thanks to the ancestors. Um I just Wanna let y'all know that I am gonna be back up here and I am showing up and I'm trying not to judge myself and hyperfixate on my words because I don't I don't know where that came from. How in this time, you know, I started off so strong with this sense of just being able to freely express myself and now I cling on to my every word. Um but I'm gonna be here regardless of that. <laughs> Because I can't handle this trying to be perfect. It's like, it slows me down. It 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 stifles me. This need to be perfect. So if you're a black woman who's trying to be perfect or trying, hyper fixating and super focused on the details and it's keeping you from getting started or getting back to what you feel like you need to do for yourself. Stop it. Stop it. Allow more ease and flow into your life and just do it. (laughs) I know it ain't as simple as that. I know it's not. But that's something for us to meditate on. Something for us to remind ourselves of. Um, Because perfectionism will kill your creation. You can do it and you can do it to the best of your ability. And with what you have in the present moment. Doing the best with what you got. But focus, hyper focusing and just complicating things for yourself don't do it don't do it and i know some of us need assistance with that some of us need a reminder some some of us need help because we're just so used to having to perform high having to show up a specific way wanting to do with the best seeing competition ain't nobody ain't no competition (laughs) ain't no competition don't do that to yourself all right i love y'all if you are not following me on social media already i am at the sacred identity on instagram on twitter i don't really be on twitter like that but i will definitely be on instagram so follow my instagram um if you're interested in booking and reading with me you can do so at the all of my links will be in the show notes um yeah let me know you listen to this episode shoot me a dm um let me know you hearing me let me know y'all know i'm back or let me know you just found me and you fucking with me because i need i need to know that my folks are here i'll be seeing y'all in the numbers but i need to see y'all on 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 the social media too i need to see y'all in my dms i am approachable (laughs) talk to your girl and yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to be quiet. I'm happy to have finally completed this episode. I'm so grateful. And I have a whole bunch of things that I want to talk about. And I will be also gauging you all's interest in what y'all want to hear from me, what y'all want on the show. Um, do y'all want to talk to me? Shoot me an email. Hello at com, If you want to talk to me about anything. And Yeah we back we back we back we back period um thank you for listening i'ma stop talking now yeah bye bye hey if you've reached this point you have successfully finished an episode of the sacred identity podcast and i just want to say thank you so much i appreciate the hell out of (laughs) y'all If you are looking for ways to support me, make sure first and foremost that you are following me on social media. I am at TheSacredIdentity on Instagram and I am at SacredIdentity underscore on Twitter. I would love to have y'all there if y'all aren't there already. If you are looking for ways to donate, um, support this podcast monetarily, visit my website at TheSacredIdentity.com and you'll find a really big donate button. You can click that omar um, you can visit the podcast page and click the donate button there i appreciate you all share 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 this tell your folks about me tell your sibs about me let everybody know couture <laughs> has a podcast over on the sacred identity and yes i share. i am so grateful for you all thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for more